How's the sound levels? That's a terrible start. I know, I know. I hate it's the start that's it's always start. weird. Yeah. So, so we're at Florida Brewers Guild. Yeah. And uh, Jason Sleeman and I have known each other. We met on LinkedIn. Yeah. I think just in a craft breweries, craft brewery group, and just kept in touch, started chatting. So I said I wanted him to come on the podcast while we're here. It's our inaugural or our first. Our first interview of this conference. Okay, so sweet. you want to just? I'm uh, honored. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so just tell us a little bit about yourself, and then yeah, uh, yeah. we'll get into it. So, so I am uh, in charge of craft beverage lending for United Community Bank. So we are a community bank, been established for over 150 years, uh, and so we decided we wanted to have a focus on craft beverage. So we work with breweries, distilleries, wineries, cideries, uh, really much, pretty much across the whole United States. So we've got. You know, clients right now in about 27 states have about $80 million outstanding to breweries and distilleries and wineries. And we're, we're still looking at startups. We're looking at expansions. And so it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a unique time right now, but it's, uh, it's one when having expertise really matters. Right, right. So what do you, what do you think are some of the, the opportunities in Florida? How do you, how do you see Florida from... from all the brewers you deal with, do you think Florida still has a lot of room? Is it oversaturated? A lot of opportunities still remaining? Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't think Florida is any different in this aspect than most of the country is. You know, most breweries have congregated into pockets where they're very tight. Um, and I think as, you know, the industry continues to mature and develop, uh, that some of the suburban areas where you don't have a heavy concentration of breweries, they have a really good opportunities. You're, you're seeing it. I'm, I'm sure you see it probably more than most. You know, new um, new developments. So we um, not in Florida, but in North Carolina, we there's a 300 unit apartment complex going, and you know what they want in the first floor. They want a brewery, right? Right. And so we're starting to see a lot more as density comes in. You're seeing breweries are great anchors for floor, first floor, second floor. They're uh, kind of great to, to have. So I think there's. I personally don't think that Florida's overly dense, so even in the big cities, there's still areas. But um, as sprawl comes out and people are more looking for that neighborhood yeah. drinking establishment, the the suburban areas definitely yeah. have a lot of opportunity. That's what I was wondering. I was talking to someone earlier who's looking at opening a business when they retire in about a year, opening a brewery. So he's already in his planning. He's here, and we were talking about some areas over on the west coast of Florida near Tampa, and so. From a lending perspective, how, you know, are there different ways you look at it? You've got areas that really are underserved, where a town may not have a brewery at all, but they're growing and they have population coming in. And then you have areas that have had these clusters popped up, like you just just mentioned. And we see, like, uh, Dunedin is a good example here, where there's a lot of breweries that have clustered and created this critical mass. And sometimes people look at those clusters as, well, there's already a lot there. Maybe it's, maybe it's too much for me to come in. You know, we look at that sometimes as just more opportunity that because you've created this anchor. So I'm wondering, in in those two different areas, are there different ways you, as a banker, like what would you be looking at? That especially as we work with cities that are working with to open breweries for for our client cities to understand how the financing side kind of looks at those different markets. Yeah. So I think I think there's a couple of different opportunities you look at, right? So being the only game in town is one aspect, right? But you have to be able to have enough um, people and foot traffic to support that. 
the, the secret of the sauce of having these multiple ones all together is are they easy to get in between, right? So are they walkable? Is there a trolley system? Is there something that will get the people from one to the other? Because people, there, there is, although, you know, I, I think there is some competition amongst breweries. There's a lot more uh, complementary aspects between breweries. So if you can get a couple of breweries that work well together and you, you put them, you know, piece together, there, there's something about people going and saying, hey, look, I can make one stop, park my car, walk four or five different breweries, get on a trolley system, do something, and, and, and it really kind of attracts them. So I think the, the mobility in between is, is a huge factor when a city is looking at that. So it's interesting. You just, just stimulated something in my head because of some of the niches that we work in for cities on economic development, craft breweries is one. Another area we work in is, is live music strategies. Okay. And of course, those sometimes meet. You see a lot of live music happening in breweries. But, but this is a little different take. And, and that connectivity between breweries, when we look at music, there's cities that have music, mm-hmm. and then there's mu- cities that are music cities. Mm-hmm. So you have a city, and they have music because they have a venue, they have a bar that has live music. But it doesn't really translate outside. But then you have a place that really is a music city where you have venue after venue. So like on Broadway in Nashville, yeah. the Sunset Strip. And so this is really the same way that there's, there's cities with breweries, and then there's brewery cities yeah. where you have that 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 same sort of connectivity. Well, and, and you think about like using some uh, that are unique, right? So Asheville is a great place, right? So like, you know, you can walk out of one brewery and throw a dime and hit another one. And so, you know, it, that one's almost broken off into like South Slope and then kind of the middle area and then kind of a northern area. Uh, but even in Atlanta, Atlanta, um, there, there was, and this really took the developer to figure this out. But there's a, a something called the Lee and White uh, facility, and within that facility is American Spirit Works, so a distillery, Monday Night Brewing Garage, where they do a, like a funky. It's kind of like their funky beers. Right. Wild Heaven has a, an opportunity in there, and then they have a um, a brew pub uh, called Best End Brewing, all in that area. And then they have all these little small ancillary things like a gelato place and a, a kombucha place and all that that have really filled it in and they literally share one parking lot so you, you park in the one area and you can go to back and forth and do all of those and so you know you're really collecting uh, somebody who is going to spend the whole day there as opposed to saying oh, I'm going to go have lunch at the brew pub they can do that they go to the distillery or go to one of the other breweries and, and really enjoy it so yeah there, there's um there's a lot when, when you're making that plan, if you can plan it where you're making it convenient for the consumer, uh, they will stay and spend their money for sure. Right. So let me ask you another thing. So we work for cities, we work for redevelopment agencies. A lot of times what we've seen is breweries especially are more willing to come into neighborhoods that are more blighted or challenged, that, that, that haven't matured and, and built a strong market yet. Um, you know, run-down derelict buildings, but buildings that have a lot of character, you see them come into. And so a lot of times you have areas that are more receptive to that investment and try to work with breweries when they're trying to open because they're trying to revitalize these neighborhoods. But what, what are some of the big, what would you say are some of the main things that cities need to understand and where you see maybe from the financing side and with breweries that you're working with that are either opening or expanding, you know, where are those pitfalls or challenges and, and the, the, the places in dealing with local government that start disrupting the pro forma 
and the, the financing, the underwriting. So I think your cities have a, a potential to either make it a really slam dunk of a deal or the most impossible deals ever to get done, right? And so, you know, when we see them that are slam dunks, a lot of times the city will actually help invest in it, right? So they may not they may not invest all of it, but you know, they, they may um, be willing to pour a parking lot or, you know, do some kind of uh, renovation of the external part of the building or, or be able to do something, right? So to, to have a partnership really helps the bank understand that the city's bought in, right? So maybe right. even if it's like a forgivable grant or something like that where they, you know, you can see the city wants them to have it. Where, where it gets really difficult sometimes is when the city wants to put all the red tape in it, right? It's, hey, you can't do this, and hey, you got to maintain this exactly, right? They, I mean, they, they're, even the smallest brewery is a light industrial building, right? And so kind of got to understand that and how they partner up. But, you know, really where it makes it hard is, you know, when zoning becomes a really hard part or, you know, just so many hurdles, you know, where a city says, yeah, you can have a brewery here, uh, but you can't be open past 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock or something weird. And so, you know, the, the cities sometimes trip over themselves. They really want that craft beverage crowd, but they make it too hard for the craft brewery to operate. I had that conversation with someone earlier that it can sometimes, especially when those zoning issues come down, because are they going to be categorized as manufacturing, yeah. as an industrial use? Um, the other thing that I've seen is, you know, a lot of places, and, and of course, when I worked for a city, I worked for Miami Beach, a lot of nightclubs, a place where all of the regulations on alcoholic beverage establishments are written from the perspective that they are nuisances. Right. But cities don't see craft breweries as nuisances. But if you get a planning director or a city attorney with an attitude, it all of a sudden can can start can start kind of making a difference um, and and upend it. But but yeah, it was the zoning, especially as those zoning interpretations, is one of the things we looked at, and we've seen some even overlay brewery districts yeah. start popping up. Well, and I think that's where you encourage those breweries to come in. When you say, we want to be brewery friendly, like what, what do you need us to do? And we've seen some of that happen. There, there was a group in Louisville that we were looking at and they, they wanted something and the city said, all right, what do you need? And they said, well, this, these are the five things we need. And they said, okay, you can have all of them, right? And like, that's, that's something that encourages, you know, they're clearly a, a, a big tax base clearly you know revitalizing a downtown i think a brewery can revitalize a downtown right so if you've got a right. downtown that is uh, kind of on its last leg bringing a brewery in can really change it right because there's a lot of ancillary businesses that want to be near those breweries and so they'll they'll invest uh, if you can get that anchor to come in what do you think you mentioned atlanta you mentioned nashville what do you think if if a city wanted to understand the the real benefit of that craft breweries can have on revitalization or redevelopment where do you think in florida would be a good place that that our other florida cities that their peers could could look to um if they wanted to do you know say a site visit or go go really kind of experience a place that has really seen that revitalization driven by craft breweries so i think you know it, it's there's probably a lot of cities that are doing that but you know one i kind of think of is st pete has done a very good job of being able to put some good breweries that are anchor breweries. There's, you know, when you look at St. Pete, you know, you've got a big one like you got Three Daughters, you know, that, right. that's in there. Uh, but you've also got like a smaller one like Mastery, right? They, and they've done a good job of bringing in food and bringing in a great atmosphere. And there's a lot of connectivity where you can get from one brewery to another relatively easy from that perspective. 
Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think everyone in Tampa tries to work together pretty well. Um, you know, the, you're seeing some stuff in um, Ybor City where they're, you know, you've got kind of some walkability in between the breweries and, and, and some of those pieces. So, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, the cities trying to figure out how do they connect, uh, connect it. And I think the biggest thing is go ask the breweries. When you find a, when you find a pocket of uh, uh, breweries that are together and they seem to be doing well, uh, I'd have a, I'd have the city people kind of talking to those brewery owners because they definitely are willing to share their right. opinion. So, kind of my my last question. I know we've got you know we'll we'll go have lunch. Yeah. Um, so we're you know we work all over Florida and even a little bit in some other states, but we're based in South Florida, and, and of course that's that's sure. where we all kind of grew up and 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 cut our teeth in in, in this field. I'm interested in kind of from the outside how you view. Miami for craft brewery opportunity because we see obviously there's a lot of press going on with Miami right now with corporate migration and different things and all the tech and and all of this but you know it's interesting because in Miami we we like to really believe our own press a lot yeah and so we're not always you know aware of kind of the outside view and so I'm curious because because we, we talked about Tampa and I agree there's a lot of stuff in the Tampa St. Pete area but, but how, from the outside, do you think is sort of the Miami, the South Florida area viewed for, you know, opportunity on continued craft brewery growth? So there's, um, and I'm clearly a little bit more of an insider than someone else, but, you know, there's a new, new-ish new brewery that's in Miami called Prison Pals. Yep. Uh, you know, and so, you know, if you listen to their story, they came to the U.S. and came to Miami specifically for the opportunity they believed that there was there. And um, there's... Um, a new distillery uh, that has recently opened, um, and so I think I, I, I personally I love the vibe of what Miami's got, especially with the downtown area. I think you know when you get into those uh, resi- uh, the um, the areas where there's a lot of restaurants, if you could slide a couple breweries in there, it really would continue to enhance the nightlife and, and be able to even make make it you know even more of a of a place to go. I, I do think uh, Miami is a destination that people want to come to and if you had some very authentic you know Miami feeling breweries you'd have a lot more so I I do think you know I think there's um, a lot of opportunity you know I still think of it as a place to go to the beach and and have a good nightlife Uh, but I I do think that there's a lot of breweries that are coming in and and making it successful. So I do actually have one more question that's kind of tied to that which is how much do you see because as we look to attract breweries or, or get breweries open in our client cities how much do you see an actual, say, brewery expansion, breweries that open additional locations in different places, and 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 how limited is that really of a market? I mean, out of all the breweries that are out there, you know, it's it's something that comes up a lot. But how much sort of, I guess, real opportunity do you think there is in terms of breweries that actually grow to that point that they're looking not to relocate, but to you know, so right now, I tell you, it's probably 25% of the market. Um, okay. I think if COVID had not happened and people had kept on their, some of them had kept on their 2019 trajectories and hadn't gotten, gotten knocked down, I think you would see a lot more of that. But I'd say it's probably 25% of the market okay. right now is out there looking to expand and put a second location. One of the things that we're seeing a lot of is someone has, uh, you know, in Florida is no different, right? You have some of these large breweries uh, and they're going to try and find ways to have a tap room that don't necessarily produce a lot of beer, 
but can sell the higher revenue margin uh, beer. And so that's what we're really seeing in the expansion is you know, the tap rooms. And they want to be on Main Street. They don't they don't want to be in some industrial park with, with these expansions. They want to be on Main Street. They want to be, you know, where the people are and, and be able to sell the beer. And that's kind of what I was wondering is it's not necessarily the full brewery operation, but that additional tap room presence. I was talking to one and he said, we're looking for a place, you know, not we're not moving, you know, our main production, but sort of a tap room on steroids type type thing. That, that's the model, right? If you come to me right now and you're telling me that's what you're going to do, I'm very interested in it. Cool. Uh, that, that's that's what we're seeing. I think that's what's successful. I think that's what the cities want to see too. Um, and so I, I think that's where the trend's going to go, and I think it's going to where the trend's going to go for a while. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. it. Awesome.